0: And welcome back to The Bilbao Effect, the podcast series that asks, can culture boost economic development? In this episode, we're off to southern Poland, to a place that has come to be known as the city of music, Katowice. Unlike quaint, picturesque Krakow, only 70 kilometres away, Katowice and the surrounding region of Upper Silesia was the industrial heartland of communist Poland. After the fall of the Berlin Wall and the Polish government's move to liberalise its economy, the coal mines were closed down in the mid 1990s. There was then a considerable push to bring about urban regeneration, with the government setting up a special economic zone to attract investments from foreign businesses. Coal production was replaced by car manufacturing. As the post industrial city evolves ever more, many are still working to repurpose old mining and ironworks sites in Katowice for business and leisure. On a former coal mine, there now sits a cultural quarter in the city centre with an art museum, a concert hall and an international congress centre, which hosted COP24, the UN's climate conference in 2018. Central to this story of cultural regeneration is the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra and its concert hall, which reopened in 2014. Built with the help of Nagata Acoustic Studio from Japan, it is renowned for having some of the best acoustics in Europe and indeed the world. Coal, it seems, has also been replaced with symphonies. With me to discuss Katowice today is the director of the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra herself, Eva Bogosz moore Eva, welcome to the Bilbao Effect.
1: <laughs> Hello, welcome.
0: Can you give us a bit of background into the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra? Um first.
1: Um well I mean as uh, as the radio orchestra, uh, we um we were created in the thirties. Uh, m- I would say the majority of, of uh radio orchestras in Europe that was the time when they were you know popping up between you know in the thirties. And uh what was interesting it was that at that time, that time the the orchestras were using new technology as a radio to popularize music. So we were um created in 1935 and originally we uh, our base our home was actually in Warsaw. Uh, so in Katowice uh, we came to Katowice after Second World War. And because that was the only place when the the recording studio wasn't destroyed. So that's why. Yeah, so that's why the, the orchestra changed the place to to Katowice after the Second World War and um, created as, a, you know, as a new home. And uh, since that, we in Katowice.
0: And tell us a bit about why the new concert hall was built in 2014, that there was a bigger push in the 2000s, and the 2010s, over the last 20 years, to give uh, Katowice a new sort of cultural makeover.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it was actually a very good time because, you know, uh, Poland, uh, first joined European Union, so uh, we were able to, uh, to tap into the uh, structural funding. Uh, so there was one, you know, th- um, one reason uh, to, to have this, this financial stability to be able to, b- to think about building. But of course, another reason was that the, the idea of the, uh, of this, the, the strategy for, for, for Katowice, for development, was very strongly based on developing the culture side uh, of Katowice and, and uh, historically I, th- I think when you're thinking about Silesia that's the kind of region when Katowice um, is based um was to be honest always connected and uh, with music because you had so many uh the orchestras which were the um sorry the the wind east uh, wind orchestras or brass orchestras mm-hmm. which, uh, linked with the mine industry um so i think that's, that was what i think that's the Reason I'm still thinking that's uh, the, still the reason why, for example, we uh, we can't complain about the the public. We always have public coming, and the when you're thinking that the the new concert hall it's uh, for 1,800 seats. The previous one, the old concert hall for Katowice, had only 600. So that was I think that was quite brave to think that you can double the size of the uh, the concert hall and uh, and that you will have you know the public interest um, but that's what happened so we doubled the seats and still we can't complain about about the audience we have well they just they're brilliant they just want to come and enjoy um, so um so i think that's uh, for for the city there was a very strategic move to start investing in in culture but i think as i said based on the tradition and uh, and some also like the history of the of the place.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's a legacy that already existed pre yeah. pre regeneration efforts in the early 2000s when Poland joined the European Union, but it when it just went bigger. You basically you knocked down the old concert hall, rebuilt a new one with over double the capacity in the ex, in the anticipation that many more would come, not only from around Poland but also presumably from around Europe.
1: Well, we didn't have to knock out the, the old concert hall. This this concert hall is still there. But what we have to ah. do, uh, destroy it was actually the the the, the coal mine. <laughs> right. The concert hall was uh, built on the um, on, it, even in fifties was still there the, the the coal mine factory.
0: And so, yeah, can you give our listeners a sense of the concert hall's location? Then it's in a Comp- rather unusual location for a concert hall, as you've just alluded to. It's on a coal, a former coal mining site. And it's also, as I mentioned in my introduction, in a new cultural zone next to the Silesian Museum.
1: Yeah, I, I, to be honest, if for somebody who doesn't know Katowice, if you would say that uh, we were built, uh, we were used the size of an uh, um, old coal mine factory, you would think that we were somewhere outside of the, of the center. But actually, we are in the center. So in in that respect, uh, which is um, mind-blowing a little bit if you think about that, yeah, the, in in previous years, in the past, the, the coal mine factory was actually very close to the center. You can walk from the concert hall in 15 minutes and you will be on the train station. So actually, you will be in the, you, you're will still in the center. Um, so uh, we feel like part of the city, very close to the city. And, um, and uh, what, um, what you've mentioned already, we're part of the, um, we call this cult- culture zone. So next to us is, uh, is the, uh, the, the museum, the Silesi museum, also built in pretty much the same time, very modern. And uh, on the other side, we have the, the, uh, the conference center, also a new one. And we have the, uh, we have Spodek, which is uh, a big, um, um, you, it's been used, it's been used for the concert halls. Uh, the capacity is 5,000, but that's the uh, kind of... Uh,
0: the sports stadium, 16. right? It's also primarily... Uh, a no,
1: stadium. it's not the sports stadium, ah. but uh, it could be used sometimes for the sport because it's uh, it's very round and it's for 5,000. So the it's been sometimes it's been used for, for sports events, sometimes for music events. And that's the kind of that was, uh, was built, I think, after the Second World War. So kind of mm-hmm. old, uh, modern, modern building. And, uh, and so right now, we in this small space, if you actually think, uh, and you have the the, the the most important cultural institution of Katowice, we we each other. We're almost like a, a family of culture, uh, which uh, which is very good actually, because. Uh, um, Together we it makes us stronger. So, for example, if you, if you have a conference, you as you mentioned about the all these uh, international events, uh, so you have a conference time and in the evening you would come to and have a concert uh, in in our hall, or you would go to the museum and you will see you know whatever you want to find out about what's happening in modern art right now. Um, so it's like a the synergy effect. Uh, the synergy effect works very well in our advance.
0: Mm -hmm. Does it have the adverse effect also of, um, I don't know, creating a kind of culture zone which where culture is only relegated to one zone in the city?
1: It could have been like that but on the other hand very close to us you've got the car park a uh, big car park. So, uh what's happening, people are using this car park for the for the city because you can't park, you can't find the car park spaces that easy. So, what we are now thinking about is uh, how we can hold on to those uh, users of cars. <laughs> <laughs> which are already close to us, and how we can kind of bring them or uh, inform them more about what's happening in uh, in in our institutions, to avoid the situation as you said that we are like a like an island and nobody is coming in.
0: And what is the experience of the of both national and international visitors when they come to to this culture zone? Is it unusual for them to from standing in a, on a former coal mine? Engaging with classical music or with modern art, how did how do, how what have the reactions been?
1: I think in the past, Katowice wasn't the the cultural tourist destination, or <laughs> wasn't that oh. obvious, <laughs> unless you wanted to find out something about calling coal industry. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I think it's uh, uh, it's been oh um, the change is happening for the I would say for the last 15, 50, 15 years that suddenly, even it's happening in Poland. I mean, for my last eight years, I was living in Warsaw, which is uh, the capital of Poland. And uh, for me, from the outside there, when I was thinking about Katowice, uh, straight away, I was thinking about the cultural events happening there. So what they managed to, um, to achieve, it's not that you were thinking, okay, it's pollution, is the coal industry, you know. It's just, this image of Katowice is gone now. But that was the first thought in your mind probably, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that you wouldn't like to go to Katowice because, uh, you know, or don't go in wearing something white because you will come back <laughs> being grey. Um, so I think uh, talking about the, um, well, Bilbao effect, you can see in the last few years that, uh, yes, it has changed people's perception. That you think Katowice, you think something exciting is going to happen on the culture side
0: and within that framework do you think that music is the most important or the most obvious it's known as the city of music in poland and in polish is music and classical music therefore the most important aspect of this cultural regeneration
1: i think that was the good start you know as i mentioned already i'm not from katowice originally uh, so I can, whatever I'm saying, I'm also now talking for the outsider who was living for the last few years in Katowice. So in my opinion, to to um, put the stress or to start from uh, building on the tradition, on the kind of music tradition they had as a as a region, that was a very, very clever idea. And so therefore, that was the very good beginning. And now you can see other things happening and uh, so it's not just music, you've got other events happening and uh, but of course music is very very strong because it it. so um coming back to the, to to your question, music is strong because you're very very important festivals as well happening, but now you can you can expand and that's what they what they're doing which is which is great
0: expanding both into art or into other. Sport or other forms of yeah,
1: I mean you're expanding on the other arts form. You're expanding on sport. You're expanding even on the tourism, and not only as a culture tourism. Because now you actually you can go and to see the the old mine. Uh, so this uh, still kind of culture culture tourism, but you can you can really build on the, on the foundation uh, and the reputation. Because I think it's also very important that uh, NOSP is not a. Uh, um, a concert hall, it's actually a very good concert hall. Uh, So the quality, um, and actually this region is in Poland, we would say that uh, they always, uh, we would have this connotation that uh, people from Silesia, uh, that they will pay attention to details. And the quality is almost like, you know, engraved in the cycle. I
0: really.
1: That's the reason why they built one of, you know, the best concert halls now in in Europe. and it's not just the best in Poland, it's actually really the, the, the standard equality goes beyond Poland. So I think that was also, it's very important. It's not just regionally good, it's internationally good.
0: And if we zoom out a little bit um, and incorporate some of what I was explaining earlier about the economic regeneration that happened in the mid-1990s, do you think it's fair to say that that happened first and then the cultural regeneration happened afterwards, that one gave way to the other?
1: Mm, in Katowice, well, um...
0: there, there was the there's this, this sort of reformulation of the of the idea of it being a coal heavy industry city. First, in, the coal mines are closed. Car manufacturers come in, and then later it, there's this sort of a softer push in terms of giving it sort of 21st century credibility.
1: Yeah, of course, it was the first. You 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 were kind of the. Um... Maybe not even the idea. Things were happening or the uh, realization that we will be closing. And they were closing from 80s, yeah, 90s but i think what uh, um what was what katowice did really well and uh, the reason why they almost like gained in this uh, uh in this kind of you know the front runners they are right now is because that wasn't the moment when there was really bad and uh, and you know the uh, people were losing jobs and uh, they they never reached that moment and they just, when things were they were. It was obvious that you know the landscape is changing, and you have to come up with new idea. They were quick enough to jump on this on this wagon and start changing. And I wouldn't say that uh, that's uh, the kind of um, not that many cities have done it that way. And I think that's why Katowice, if you're comparing with other cities, uh, which uh, maybe sometimes uh, the, the start was easier. They, right now, Katowice is still front runner. They've managed to jump and, uh, and change themselves through culture, but also because they were quick in thinking and finding the right spot uh, and put the old, you know, energy and strategy on, on, on culture.
0: Mm-hmm. And on legacy.
1: And the legacy, yeah.
0: And so what has the impact been for the people of Katowice and perhaps of the surrounding region Specifically with the cultural regeneration and and NOSP or the Polish National Radio Symphony Orchestra.
1: Well, I think that uh, uh, that for example about uh, uh, people are still staying in Katowice. That even nearby we've got other cities and to uh, and when you're seeing the numbers of young people, you know, um, going to bigger cities and uh, um, Katowice still managed to hold on to to the creativity and are there's. there's I think it's uh, Katowice as a city is still attractive enough, so people are not going or young, especially young, they're not going to Krakow, they're not going to Wrocław or Warsaw. They will stay because they see still as an opportunity and possibility for the development. And um, you know, I came to Katowice from Warsaw, and uh, before Warsaw, I was living um, in in London. And when I came to Warsaw, I was always saying that the, uh, I feel that Warsaw still got this energy to um, find a new, to reborn again, to be reborn and to, to create themselves, in a, you know, dif- differently. But from Wroclaw, from Warsaw coming to Katowice, I would say that Katowice is even faster. That's almost like things which now I would say, well, in, in Warsaw will take time, it will take years before you will develop something. In Katowice? Well, everything is possible uh, because they they have this hunger, hunger to to try new things and uh, and for me, you know, it was uh, as an outsider, uh, I was surprised to to feel this energy.
0: That, can you give some examples of that concretely of of how you how you can say that the the transformation in Katowice has been much faster than Warsaw over the past eight years or so.
1: I think even when you think about the, the festivals, uh, so for example, very uh, a big festival, uh, outdoor festival, which is happening in Katowice, uh, which is called OFF Festival. It was actually in a different city, yeah? and, uh, um, and the other city couldn't, couldn't carry on with funding the festival, wow. and uh, Katowice was the first one saying, well, okay, come to us. We can take the festival, and now if you think about uh, uh, you know music scene, uh, the kind of experimental music scene, it's all festival. Well, it's Katowice, and originally it wasn't created in Katowice. So uh, I think that uh, finding the um, finding the opportunity, and as I said, kind of quickly making the decision, and uh, and sometimes risky decision, because even if you coming back to the to building to make to making the decision okay the concert hall is going to be built it wasn't that obvious it was the risk and um but it was taken it was taken by the by the you know the, the mayor at that time uh, of the city that's okay we have apparently he said that i don't know whether that's true but apparently he said we have good roads right now so now we have to have the uh, places where we can use these roads for <laughs>
0: And for international visitors, has it also, have you also seen a marked increase?
1: Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's again, we're very close to Krakow, as you already mentioned, as uh, so a 45 minutes drive, and Krakow is an obvious destination for tourists. Um, but uh, now, I think again, the last few years, it's changing that you come into Krakow and you want to find something more quirky, more interesting or uh, not that obvious. Uh, you would go to Katowice and you will go either to see uh, what's happening in NOSP or you will go to see the uh, kind of old mine uh, or to su- see surroundings, which is uh, actually a very green area. That's another thing which you would not think about if you're thinking about Katowice. That is actually very green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, essentially, there's a, it's become a kind of quirky, more interesting option for people that otherwise are going to the beautiful chocolate box streets of Klarkov.
1: Yeah. And we were we're all now searching for something uh for something special. We're almost like we're so used to um well depends, I guess. But yeah, if you if you're looking for something special, <laughs> that's Katrovica for you.
0: And <laughs> what do you think the main differences are between establishing a music venue and a visual arts venue when we talk about cultural regeneration? On this podcast we've discussed a at great length with directors of museums
1: mm-hmm.
0: of arts museums and there are obvious things that we first think about with art museums you have this wonderful deconstructivist building that arrives in a in a post-industrial city like Bilbao for instance you also have the elitism problem of contemporary art and uh, many other problems perhaps as well in terms of what what an arts institution might mean. Do you, what are the differences between that and establishing a concert hall, do you think?
1: In, to be honest, it, sometimes as we, we, as a music, um, uh, you know, to, to build a concert hall, might, you might face exactly the same problems that you've already described about uh, uh, museums. But you know what I found very interesting in Katowice, that, uh, well, when it comes to the building, the building outside, you just you just think it's another brick, which for me I think it's again you're just telling you while you're in Silesia, <laughs> it's like you know <laughs> bricks that they they're using many bricks, but uh, suddenly you're getting inside, and inside you have a completely different. Um, you you're changing your perception that suddenly you feel like you in you almost like in a museum, everything is just so beautiful and so simple, and um, and what I always thought about. Um, cultural institutions, it's like that, you you know, they open for everybody. You should kind of come in and uh, you can dress as you wish. And uh, yeah, you should just enjoy uh, the art. And what I was taught in Katowice is that you have to treat the thing with respect. So I had a massive discussion with one of the, um, the members of the public who was telling me that when you're coming to concert hall, you need to dress up. You can't just come wearing jeans so in day cycle it's still like the uh the thinking that is such a special place that you you still have to treat it like i don't know you have to dress up and which you know, in the UK, in London, for example, you can, you can, you have five minutes and you will just go to see something and well, it doesn't really matter how you, what you dress and how you look. And uh, I found this very endearing because on one hand, yes, we, uh, you, you as, um, as a director of the concert hall, I want to um, invite everybody. And now I feel as if I have to not that now I I had to in my head to to think about okay so what they're expecting from this from this place and they do expect that that's a special place almost like a sanctuary, you know they like you, the church you're going there and um, something special and at the same time thinking about new generation and that there is a different place and that you have so it's it's um it's tricky I'm not thinking um, I don't know whether I'm answering this question but I would say that Katowice is still kind of the, the the cycle of the community is it's um it's, it's different it's um
0: you're saying that there's so there's on the one hand there's the legacy factor, which also means that we're talking about an older person, I imagine, who says that mm. one should dress up in order to come to a classical music concert. And on the other hand, what does this mean for the younger people that are, yeah, as yeah. you already mentioned, are staying in Katowice, are not going elsewhere yeah. because yeah, it's, yeah, there's yeah, something yeah. interesting there. So you're you're saying you have two different audience bases, and that is the main problem. Or well, it
1: bases. it is the challenge. I mean, I'm sure that any director would say that we all have the same challenge but for some reason i think that that in katowice, the touching katowice the polarization is bigger <laughs> in uh-huh. that respect but uh, uh, but they all feel like it's they, they home and uh, once uh, to, as an anecdote uh, once we had an event for this young generation like the kind of festival and uh, and we also used the hall for the uh, baroque music concerts and we uh, we just saw those two groups and almost like felt, mm, this is our place no, no, no this is our place." <laughs> and, uh, so and there was a um it was like a conflict, but you from that moment, we started thinking how to um how to find the language for that we're not um isolating in a group, but we will make them feel we're giving them what they really want from that place and something more so for example for somebody who expect that this is this kind of special day for him he wants to dress really well and uh, feel like you know everybody everybody's everything is special we're giving this but for others who just want to enjoy a great space and that's what we're actually working on on this as well that you feel you it's friendly you can go in you just it's your place, and you can um well use the bike and uh, park the bar the bike close by, and you can get in um So yeah, so we're working on that um and I think with uh, the the differences, and maybe that's maybe one thing which is a little bit easier for us because with uh, with music, you can, uh, in a week time, you can change from classical music to pop music, to all sorts of music. With museum, well, you're not changing the, uh, mm. the exhibition so often. So in that respect, for me, it's easier to still trying to uh, work on the different t- tastes, different needs, and still keep them under one roof, which is not.
0: Can you give us a sense of, or a taste of the programming then? That NOSP has has to offer, say this year.
1: Yeah, uh, as I said, as I said, um, um NOSP is the home for for the orchestra. So that's like that for us. It's a kind of the heart, uh, which is there. So of course, uh, the, the the classical music series are very important, and we have three series, but. Uh, um, in addition, we have jazz. Uh, we have uh, we inviting all the international orchestras, international ensembles. We have traditional music. We have electronic music. We have contemporary music. Uh, so, um, so when we tr- once we try to think how to describe what we do and do, can we have um, what is the kind of one point which we you would say uh, you could find in each of those uh, styles? Uh, we came up with the uh, with the phrase that basically is a kind of creativity but so uh, with, the, with the quality so we're looking so even when we want to invite somebody there will be there will be two things we will be looking at
0: mm-hmm.
1: Creativity and quality and if you have that well that's that's when we you know you're welcome <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what about the pandemic then? How has the pandemic forced you to change the way that you tailor experiences to different people?
1: You know, with pandemic, of course, we're all suffering and this is really a massive disaster for all of us. But uh, on the other hand, I think that maybe uh, we, we've been forced to discover, uh, I call this like a different door and uh, I'm, uh, in, in my mind, I'm linking it with the, the beginning of the radio orchestra, that when we were created, we also used technology, um, radio at that time. So maybe um, now with the internet and everything, what, we can, what can be given through um, websites and, and, those, and this medium internet, maybe this is like another way uh, we can almost like we can add to the experience and uh, and of course it's it's what well, i'm not saying is that you can replace it because it's if you know what concert hall is like and what you can uh, what's like to be during the live event uh, you it's not the same but you can you can add something more so i think that the internet in that respect i'm not um yeah i'm i want I want to use that medium. I'm not thinking like, okay, COVID is gone and hopefully will be gone soon. Uh, and we will forget what we've done during this almost now two years. I'm thinking like, okay, fine. And we maybe we will just, we will just, we might discover something more because at the same time i and uh, thinking about new audience. And of course, that's always be thinking, okay. So how we can expand and uh, and find new uh, new lovers of of, <laughs> of, of music and the arts, I'm thinking that for some people who've never discovered uh, live concerts for these last two years, they almost like they were not able to create this, this need for going there. So, But we all been using you know, computers in such mm-hmm. extent that maybe that's why I'm calling this the, the new door. Maybe we found a new door for this new public and mm-hmm. through that door, we will be able to bring them to, to North in the future. Mm. So a new door, mean, a new
0: broadcasting door, basically a new door through which to yeah,
1: broadcast. Maybe. Yeah, but in, a so way, you know in the way
0: that to... you said in in the thirties that's what radio orchestras were used for. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about the um what you released or what you've been working on with IBM and artificial intelligence then?
1: Yeah, that was that's that's such a good example because um i don't think we can do you can just simply do streaming and that's exactly the same thing almost like a one-to-one you've got concert hall and next you're streaming and you're watching it because our attention spam when you when you're watching things through the computer is different we can see that it all depends on the program it's it's different so you will have to think about okay so again what the needs are and how to change that and uh, one of the ideas we had actually before the pandemic uh, as a side project to the festival uh, uh, about science and music festival, it uh, was about using the artificial intelligence um, uh, to to talk about classical music. It's almost like you know we have Siri in computers. So you you asking questions. Normally you, you would have been too afraid to ask, or maybe you know to, you don't want to feel like oh maybe you should have known that, and so you won't ask. So we thought, okay, so maybe, you know, classical music series
0: <laughs>
1: would be, um, be interesting proposition. And we thought about it as, you know, like the side projects, a fun project, uh, but uh, pandemia came and that was suddenly the side project uh, started growing. And that was the only project we made. And it uh, was actually very, it was fantastic experience for us yeah. and also for the public and um uh we've managed to tap to different groups or groups we've never had contact or who which we've never had contact with classical music and uh, we asked them to um to generate questions so for example there was a minimum 10 questions they had to um think about Apparently, scientifically, you know, three first three four questions are always the same for all of us. Uh, but after four, we have to start thinking what we do, what we would like to ask about. So we uh, generated nine thousand questions, and so next we had to um, work on the answers. And of course, the the way we were thinking about answering was also to find the language which is, you know, funny, um, which is kind of normal. It's almost like you can talk about something which is very uh, complex, but in a way you can, everybody can understand. So we wanted to treat uh, the, the whoever was on the other side uh, to give them the knowledge, but at the same time, you know, feel like, okay, it's like a normal conversation we have. I'm going to explain this to you. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what we did uh, with IBM, Fujitsu, and... Um, and we had um, um, other partners, and uh, and was very successful. Uh, got many awards, uh, and uh, so now we're thinking how we can use it actually as a tool for schools. Because maybe we're just thinking that maybe there's uh, as, as I said, it's um, just using the internet, uh, but you can use create very interesting ways of you know sending them the message and to get uh, people um, excited engaging about music. It. Yeah.
0: And so the side project becomes the main project and becomes the sort of project to take NOSP into the future.
1: Well, in pandemic, I think what we've learned is that you're never ending when you ending the place when you thought you would.
0: <laughs> so. yeah. Absolutely. Um, Eva Bogusmoor, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thanks very much.
1: Thank you. Thanks.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to FDI Podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you can join us next week when we head to Reykjavik to speak with the Harper Concert Hall director, Svanhilde Konradsdottir, about the financial crash and how the concert hall went from being an object of resentment to an object of pride. Selling a little or a lot?
1: because businesses that grow grow with shopify get a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash work shopify.com slash work even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more